0: Scarlett and today with me I have Chloe and Eloise. You're listening to CLC Live on Live FM from CLC Eltham, Victoria, Australia. We are joined here today with the amazing teacher Miss Phelan from the Catholic Ladies College and today we will be talking about how the Barbie movie navigates feminism. So um, when did you go to see the Barbie movie? Like did you go
1: straight away? Were you like really enthusiastic? Like well, firstly, thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here and talking about such a fun topic. I was very interested in Barbie as soon as I heard about it um, through the media and I wanted to go for ages, but it took a little time. I was a little bit busy marking some fun school stuff. But eventually I went maybe two, three weeks ago with some friends and we had a really lovely time. So I have seen it. And has everyone here seen it as well? Yes, we yeah. sure have. <laughs>
2: So did you, like, enjoy the movie?
1: I really did enjoy it. I... Had heard lots already. I had seen minor spoilers on (laughs) TikTok or Instagram, but nothing too massive. So it was still a delight in the sense of it was a new experience for me. I got to hear um, some of the songs for the first time, which I didn't realise were on the Barbie soundtrack. I thought they were just, you know, popular songs that had come out at the same time, not realising it had been by design. So I did... Very much enjoyed. Was that the same response that you guys had, positive? Yes, definitely. (laughs) I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, What was your favourite thing about the movie? Oh, good question. I actually quite, I loved a lot, so it's going to be hard to narrow down. From um, my background, which you don't know this, but I um, studied film analysis, so I had a minor in that at university. I loved looking at um, some of the foreshadowing or the shots used Um, by the director, Greta Gerwig, and to give the audience a little bit of a hint into how those characters were feeling. So I think there were some complex emotions that they were trying to uncover there, which I really enjoyed looking at that technical side of the film. Do we have other favourite things on the panel? Um,
0: I, I really, like, with the movie, I really like the plot, like, I felt like I was a little bit rushed, but I really liked the idea of it, like what it supported and it like it encouraged women to be more independent. Like you, the idea that you don't need a man to help you with everything. You don't need a boyfriend. You can just be yourself. You can go out, explore the world.
2: Yeah, yeah. I really liked how it um, it covered like very serious world things, but it like covered it with a lot of humor and just a really good entertainment.
1: And a lot of pink.
2: Yes. <laughs> um, at the start of the movie, it explains how, like, young girls are expected to take care of babies, like, literally since they're born because they get given baby dolls to basically be a mum for them. And I was just thinking, like, I think the great thing about Barbie is that it's showing that you don't need to be a mum when you grow up. You can be an astronaut. You can be the present. You can be anything. What are your thoughts on that first scene?
1: Yeah, I think the movie did a really good job of exploring the role of women from a young age as children. And that first shot we see is of all these random kids in the desert just (laughs) chucking their dolls, throwing them around. And it's clearly trying to outline that no women and kids and girls shouldn't just be being taught how to raise a baby. That can also be extended out to things that you may have played with like a kitchen set. Yeah. Um, Very, very similar idea. but. No, that's not something that um, the film is suggesting is a positive thing and I think from that position straight away in the film we know that Greta Gerwig um, is going to try and tackle some of those ideas and she also very much does that with Barbie itself and the toy of Barbie because when Barbies first came out it was a similar sort of thing to Baby Dolls. It was just maybe for children a little bit older, a little bit cooler, young women who wanted to play dress up with more mature dolls and um, that's been one of the criticisms of the toys for such a long time up until recently and what the film has shown is such a uh, development from that with lots of different roles of Barbies, different types of Barbies that girls can aspire to be besides the role of a wife or a mother, which isn't a bad thing, that is absolutely a choice but it's something (laughs) that the film did really want to address that Barbie hasn't always been as a brand the best thing ever for women either.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. Um,
0: It also shows like in the movie, when she goes into the real world, it shows how they realise that there was a lot of men in work and they really couldn't find a woman to speak to because I feel like it addresses again the real world where a lot of men get the role because people think that women can't do jobs like be a construction worker, like where they go to the construction workers and it's entirely
1: men. What, what's your thoughts on that? Like, Well, yeah, the construction worker example is a great one. That's really, really funny when you see um, Barbie and Ken roller skating in around <laughs> LA. Um, but it also... I think your point that you made really reminded me of the boardroom and when we go in and we see Will Ferrell's character who's the CEO um, of, you know, Mattel and the whole room is filled with men, no women um, at all and the only other woman we see in that building is the creator who shunted off to the side in some pseudo-fake reality room. But essentially there is real commentary there in terms of at those senior levels, senior positions that it is oftentimes men who occupy those and that's been something that's in recent conversation in regards to female equality in the workplace um, because having women in those positions of power can make instrumental change in terms of inclusivity and hiring um, equal uh, groups of people for lower um, positions as well. So I think, yeah, that was very much part of the conversation too in the film. Yeah. So in the movie, it like shows like it doesn't matter like how you look, you can do anything. So like, how do you feel about this? Oh, I think the idea of um, body image is really a Big change in the film to what Barbie has known to be. I don't know. Did you guys play with Barbies when you were younger? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> did were they all the same size? Yes, as Barbie. Yes. It
0: was yeah, the, the really long legs and the skinny like torso. Yeah, you know, yeah. was that build.
1: Majority yeah. of blonde them hair. like yeah, like they all hair. had like blonde hair. Yeah. yeah, and the model aesthetic, right? Yes. But yeah. the film does challenge that because there aren't just those looking Barbies or Kens in the film yeah. either. Yeah. We have um, Kens of different races. We have Barbies of different sizes. And I think body image is very much um, being displayed as a variety and diverse um, groups in the film, which is really positive for people Mm. at home who get to see different groups that maybe look like them that they don't normally see with the doll, and which is, again, one of those other criticisms of Barbie the toy in its earlier days that the film is trying to change a bit. And I think in terms of body image, lots of different looks, lots of different um, options. Although we do have still lots of pretty pretty Barbies still looking very beautiful and lots of handsome buff Kens also looking (laughs) beautiful, Um, but there are more efforts to be inclusive as well.
2: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. So would would it be a movie that you recommend? like to other
1: people? I think so. I think there's lots of different uh, ideas from this film that people could take from it and lots of elements of the film that people could enjoy because it is quite funny. It is a comedy. Yeah. And I think different audiences will find different things. And it's not the film for everyone, but there is something everyone can take from the film.
0: Okay. <laughs> Just in case you're tuning in, I'm your host, Scarlett, and these are my co-hosts, Chloe and Eloise. And with us today is The Amazing Miss Fallon from CLC, and you're listening to CLC Live on Live FM, broadcasting from CLC Elf in Melbourne, Australia.
2: So I was just thinking about the scene. Um, I don't know if you remember, but when Barbie is at the bus stop next to that old woman yes. and she says how pretty she is. And I think um, what I got from that was she genuinely means it because in Barbie land there is actually no, like, beauty standard. So she doesn't have any, like words in the back of her mind telling her what beauty is she generally just thought that that woman was beautiful and I just really liked that
1: scene (laughs) yeah no that is a really great scene because I think what often happens through our media and how we think of beauty aged people men and women aren't deemed Mm -hmm. beautiful we don't see them as models we don't see them walking the catwalk Um, and that often comes down to concept of ageism where people can, you know, really judge or discriminate against people who are older. They might find them less pretty, less useful, etc. And I think the film does a really great point of acknowledging that age is something impressive and it's not something ugly either. And yeah. I think you made the really beautiful point, Chloe, that um, Barbie has never seen something like this and to her it is beautiful, it is new and it is unique and that element of beauty that everyone um, has their own version is really important to the story too.
2: Yeah, and I think too when she like finally sheds a tear, it's just so like real because she's never felt that before and it shows that even the perfect stereotypical Barbie cries, she has emotions, she is a real she has real feelings and I just think that's really nice.
1: Yeah, I think crying in the film, I got emotional. I cried during <laughs> the film, I believe. Yeah. I think Ken cries at some stage as well and I think yeah. that's important to note because mm-hmm. men aren't often shown to be crying and yeah. Ken um, is shown to be vulnerable at points which are important to the story as well yeah. and Barbie responds really acceptingly of that too, which is just as important. Yeah. yeah, Like what Chloe said, like no one is perfect in life. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I think just touching on like, like being like, like empowering, like beauty stances and everything. Sasha's mom's speech. Yes. Um, You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but you also have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money. You have to be a career woman, but also be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. Supposed to say pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much, or you threaten other than women because you're supposed to be part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory, and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that you are not only doing everything wrong, but everything is your fault. So, how
1: do you feel about the switch? Like. <laughs> This speech was um, something I knew was coming up. I heard that there was this monologue in the film by America Ferreira who plays um, this character and I was really interested to see what it was and I I think it's great in the sense that it's very clear, very simple. I I think there's a lot here that people, particularly women, of all different ages can relate to in areas of um, body image, or particularly being judged and not necessarily being judged by men, but also being judged by women, being judged by people in your family. Um, And overall, that feeling of pressure that comes from being judged is really uh, exemplified when America Ferreira's character is talking about this in the film. because She's really agitated. She's standing up. She's kind of frustrated. And what the end result is from this speech is one of the Barbies snaps out of her patriarchal (laughs) coma, let's say. And she realises actually, yeah, there are so many pressures with modern society that has just been brought back to Barbie land and women have been disadvantage and men to some degree as well not that that's the focus of this speech however I think the judgment of women the pressure then women place on themselves and others is the focus point here and I don't know did you guys relate to this at all as well yeah (laughs) Yeah,
0: definitely I think it's yeah it's very relatable very real
1: yeah even at your age in year eight it's still something that you've experienced and not to make this sound like I'm so old and wise but (laughs) You're really young. You've only had a few years and for you to have lived through that is is testament to the fact that, well, the Barbie film's hitting on something real that women and girls are experiencing and I think that's important too.
2: Um, So I was just wondering what personally do you think is the meaning
1: of the movie overall? I think the idea overall is that a patriarchy where men rule the world or a matriarchy where women rule the world Neither is ideal and both systems would be hurting each other. I think also this film, as you said at the start, is very much rooted in feminism and the idea of equality between all genders and I think that's at the heart of the issue and that both or both um, groups in this film, the female Barbies, the male Barbies, um, and in general, other people of other genders need to treat each other equally in order for a society to actually help all people. Yep. Because even though we drop into the film in Barbie land where the women are the presidents, the engineers, etc., all those other jobs, it's not seen as idyllic by any means. Barbie is quite restricted and she's only one sort of type of person and the Kens are as one, some big group that don't have enough personality or independence either. And I think that's what Greta Gerwig is really trying to critique and say that not all women should be one sort of type of person or have the pressure to be just one sort and type of person, nor should these guys just all be seen as one group together without their own unique identities and pressures placed on them, which when barbie and ken go to the real world they see something different but different doesn't always mean good either yeah
0: yeah so um it's it's yeah it's a very empowering movie and i think it's very relatable to the real world mm. and i feel like going to the world do you reckon the real the real world they went into is similar to ours like it is it a real real world
1: as in the world of the film is it real yeah yeah. So I think there are absolutely elements of not necessarily Barbie land, but yeah. when they go into the real world in the film, that is true. So we do see stereotypes of um, people in specific jobs, construction sites, mostly are men. We only see men in that position as opposed to Barbie land, where it's all women. In terms of, again, big business, we have an all male board, a- which has its roots in the real world. Yeah. And Particularly with Ken and what Ken discovers in the real world, I think that is really true as well. He sees a world where he has more power than what he does in Barbie land and he finds some very stereotypical likes and dislikes. So he gets really obsessed with horses because of how, I guess, masculine they are, but more importantly, he puts on a big cloak. Mm -hmm. He, I think, gets even, he gets his chest out, shows off how buff he is and he really, um, puts forth this image of a macho man and that's not what we see from the other Kens in Barbie Land. So we do see a different persona of men. Um, That's not necessarily ideal but that's not for all the characters in the film either. We do see once this idea of the real world is brought back to Barbie Land, not all characters in the film believe in this idea that Ryan Gosling's Ken is bringing forth, like Alan, for instance. <laughs> he doesn't love what Ken's all about in yeah. his, what is it, uh, Casa Dojo. What's the house uh, called? Oh, I've forgotten it now. <laughs> yeah, that, that house. Anyway, um, Alan tries to help the Barbies to return things to a little bit of normalcy yeah. as opposed to one group just on top of another. But I think overall that it does have um, a really clear connection to the real world um in lots of different elements some of which i'm probably forgetting now but i think in terms of the beauty standards which you've talked about and the representation of genders as well it's it's really connecting to a lot of truth there yeah Yeah. so in the movie so it says like ken is like enough like (laughs) yeah like it shows like everyone is enough yeah so like how do you feel about that too um i think that's one of those main messages of both genders, male and female, or the Barbies and the Kens are enough in who they are. And I think also the film is really about self-acceptance and coming to understand that you can grow and you can change and you can be who you want to be. Um, Ken, of course, is struggling with his DNA, which is to love Barbie, to be there for Barbie. Um, And that's a real big challenge for him when, you know, Barbie doesn't see herself as wanting Ken, doesn't want Ken. And so he has to come to his own conclusion that I am enough on my own and I don't exist just as a partner to Barbie. So that's really important too. Yeah, and I
2: think the movie shows really well how strong stereotypical Barbie is because she, like, not in herself, but even leads Ken to realise that he is enough on his own and he doesn't, you know, need to have a relationship with Barbie just to, like, you know, be enough. Yeah,
1: absolutely. What was your favourite scene? Crafty- oh, oh, good question. Um, There's... I think it's towards the end. It's the one that made me cry. Um, This is just me being sentimental or soppy. But it's a scene where Barbie reunites with um, the creator of Barbie. I can't remember her name, the old woman that she met earlier in the film. Yeah. And... It's a little bit cringy but the woman tells her to feel. Yeah. And then we see this montage of um, I think it's mostly girls and women together yeah. experiencing life and that's something that Barbie never had and she's realising what it is to be human, flaws and all, and that tears which she's had been experiencing throughout yeah. the film yeah. and she was like, this is new to me, I don't know what's happening. Um, she realises that's a really important part of being human and um, being real because you are going to go through challenges where – she is stereotyped in the film and she has to deal with men like Ken who comes back and doesn't start to respect her anymore and she's learning all these new things. And I think um, it does have a really, I would say, peaceful moment where a lot of people in the theatre were reflecting on what that means in their own lives, or at least that's how I took it. So that was the favourite part for me.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was also my favourite scene. I just I just loved being in the cinema with just all like women and people who just – like, we're just so connecting to the movie and it was just a really nice experience.
1: Did you guys have any other favourite scenes?
2: Um, I can't remember. I just, I don't, I can't think of a specific scene, but I just loved the whole movie, how it just, it was funny, but it still, like, made everyone feel something and it was just a really great movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. yes, so, I
0: th- think it was definitely a very empowering movie. Um, that's all we have time for today. I'm your host, Scarlett, and these are my co-hosts, Chloe and Eloise. <laughs> And thank you, Miss Fallon, for joining us today. You were amazing. Um, And you're listening to CLC Live on Live FM from CLC Health in Melbourne, Australia. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, guys.